Welcome to Season 4, Episode 9 of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick topics and draft our top choices. Fans and listeners vote to determine the winners after each episode. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at life's underscore a underscore draft. You can also search for the Life's a Draft Facebook page or go to our website to vote. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the website is in the podcast description and the voting link will be in the episode description. After the draft, we play a game called 50-50. Before we get drafting, let me introduce who is with me here tonight. His mom recently broke her coccyx in a doom buggy accident, so he's been taking care of his nephews. One has been helping him sell Tupperware, but the other has been trying to buy the fun pack of snacks they don't have the money for. Things are looking up, though, because his estranged girlfriend, Tammy, recently showed up looking to reconnect. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We would have been state champions. I know it. No doubt. It all, it's all been different. <laughs> Uncle Rico, aka Roberto, Ber- is here. Back in 82. I used Beardo. to football a quarter mile. When he hits what? him with the stake as yeah, he's driving up on his bike. <laughs> it's the- hey, watch this. You want to see my video? Christmas was here and now gone. He's glad it's over. Another season and the commanders still suck. Oh, and he's coming in hot tonight after going to wing night at the summer house. Bomar is here. Yeah, boys, it's Sir Guy Wings. That summer house were really good. Um, they're a lot larger than before. Could only eat 10 of them. <laughs> I'm old. I'm extremely. It, it was a good uh, break. You know, we had, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but we had a, a friend that fell and broke both her arms and she stayed with us over Christmas. So we had that going on. But yeah, other than that, it's been good. Enjoyed a full week of playing with toys that Santa brought his kids. Highlighted by a badass Nerf super sniper that he used to pick off unsuspecting neighbors from his balcony. Shine is here. Yes, sir. That thing is taller than Delaney when on the floor. It's a does mock. it have a little tripod like a setup? It does. Yep. Nice. Set that sucker up. Has a scope and everything. Damn. How far does it shoot? I don't know exact distances yet, but my guess would be at least fifty feet. <laughs> <laughs> Staying busy with holiday celebrations, learning how to use a snowblower, and crying because of the dolphins. Catman is here. Well, the weather outside is weather. <laughs> um, Wisconsin weather from the Midwest has been insane lately. Um, we went from like eight inches of snow and negative 30 to 40 degree temps and rain in the span of a week. So that was kind of cool. Learned how to use my very expensive snowblower. Put the good use. And I'll tell you what, it better snow some more this winter because of the fact <laughs> that I bought a very expensive snowblower. So, sure. You well. whining about your football teams. Sad, <laughs> sad thing. Uh, well, you know. The last time the Niners team, lost, we were shopping some, for Halloween costumes. Some some team took my team's heart called the San Francisco 49ers, just deboed them, and they haven't been the same since. So thanks, Sean. Coming in I'm hot. Never scared. From a 10-day vacation spanning two holidays, three states, and way too many delicious treats and eats. Hashtag New Year, same old J-Cat. What's up, everybody? Fresh in from uh, the Outer Banks area, uh, enjoying a good time with the family. But now it's back, ready to rock, locked in. It's podcasting time. Woo! And I am your host, Eric, cleaned up from the holiday Back to work, ready to draft this week as we are oh so close to wrapping up season four on this podcast. 
If you want to help promote us, you can get some Life's a Draft merchandise on tpublic.com. They have all sorts of goods with our logo. Check for the link on our Facebook page, website, and the top of the voting page. TeePublic has lots of sales, so check often to save some money, help support the podcast, and get some Life's a Draft swag today. With that being said, here are the results of the holiday potluck draft. All the best things Christmas. We're all done with Christmas, so we're going to wrap this up. It was a good draft. It was a fun draft. Are we ready for sixth place? I'm never in ready sixth, for place. sixth place with 4.8% of the votes. Comments include I first narrowed down the choices by movie, then by characters. I don't really have much of an opinion on the other categories, to be honest. A Christmas story plus Yukon Cornelius equals cr- classic Christmas perfection. Batman's team, Reindeer Games, <laughs> in sixth place. Starting off 2023, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while you know i need to be humbled every once in a while you know so i'll take my last place it's all right i feel like I'll you Cornelius should have gotten you above sixth place just in yeah, me- yeah oh. haters haters shine look at the other people on the list but the, that's, the, Eddie, oh, that's why he got that guy's vote because he bandits. didn't pay attention to those other things in fifth place with 10.7 percent of the votes comments include Look at you keeping Christ in Christmas. Putting up and taking down of decorations is the worst. I wish I could pay someone to do that. This one was more about who had the fewest lame choices. Elf is absolutely disqualifying. Tis the season, Birdo's team, 10.7% of the votes. Fifth place. Told you at the end of the last pod, I I wasn't confident that my my picks were going to be grabbing anyone. But Ham, come on. (laughs) I'm not mad. I get a good early fear pick, so I'm okay with it. Fourth place. So much fear. Yeah. Comments include, I think I picked my husband's team, and for that, I am sorry. LOL. Oh, this and, is and Fudge and A Wonderful Life. Bowmore's team. Old-fashioned family favorites. 14.3% of the votes. Fourth place. It's back in the third to fourth place comment. position. Uh, middle of the pack, Bomar. Middle of the pack. Yeah. How you not and... pick Santa Claus? Did I pick Santa Claus? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I picked Santa Claus. You should have picked Sir Guy's Wings. Well. Got better. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a tie for second place. Comments include, was going straight in for Home Alone, then was like, nah, it's full, Clark. And great movie and an undisputable top choice. I act like I hate candy canes, then fall in love again with the first taste each year. Ornaments are the most, the best, most lasting tradition of the past century. Who doesn't love a peek at the present? That's what she said. Harry and Marv continue to make me laugh like a second grader year after year. And the commercial side of Christmas has gotten out of control. The reason for the season is Jesus. The man was born to die on the cross for our sins. Celebrate the birth of the Lord. Amen. Where's the tie on all? See what I did there? My team, holiday happenings, tied for second and 19% of the votes. Tied with me. In second place, comments include, this is the correct team from top to bottom. Elf is a classic. I don't care about the crochet hate for it. Prime rib? Hell yes. Christmas villages are sweet, especially if it's in Lego form. Opening one gift on Christmas Eve was also a tradition for me growing up. Cousin Eddie is one of the most classic funny man characters. Pump out the rest of these teams because the shit is full. (laughs) Nothing worse than a dry office Christmas party. It's work. You always need to booze up, booze to put up with each other. And 
I love prime rib until I found out I have gout. So I have to go with this one. Everything else is me to a T. J-Cats team, all Roy's Winnebago spectacular, 19% of the votes. Ah. So J-Cat, I did not keep track of like who had the most we should have voted for is like things because I didn't think there was going to be a tie. So I did reach out to Birdo earlier and to come up with a tiebreaker question. All right. So Birdo question for J cat and I, we're going to do this in closest to, but not going over fashion. Mm-hmm. A la season three. I hate that. Name. <laughs> in our last podcast, we learned that the Christmas tree in Rockefeller center was 80 feet, 82 feet tall. Now that's a big tree and there's a lot of uh, lights on that tree actually measuring over five miles in length worth of lights. How many lights make up that tree? J-Cat, you had, you were beating me most of the time. I think I had like a late vote trickle in. So would you rather pick first or second? Uh, Second, totally. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go five miles long, you said? I lights. Mi- approximately five miles in length worth of lights equals how many lights on the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree? 600,000. I have no idea. I feel the pressure yeah. right now of, of the choices that you guys have. Wow. Like, I, I have no basis. What'd you say? 600,000. <laughs> 600,000. 601,000. Oh my God. <laughs> Boys, you both are over. You're both over. So, <laughs> you have an idea. Uh, I have a second question that might be a little closer to your range where you can scale back and give a second guess. Bobby, I'm texting you right let, now. Let them guess. Let them guess just for fun. We'll, I'm uh, texting JK, you, you want to do my, the other question? My guess. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Sean, what do you think? Just tell us. Oh, okay. I'm guessing 75,000. Well, 110. Cat man. 200,000. So my question is, do you all want to re-pick or go with the second question? <laughs> well, what was the answer? We'll, we'll go with the second question. The correct answer, and the little lights aren't twinkling, Clark, is 50,000 Christmas lights on the Rockefeller Center tree. 50? That's it? 50, That's it? That seems really light for five Clark miles. Clark had 25 five miles Italian of, twinkling lights. 25,000 feet, right? <laughs> what Rockefeller? How many lights five can you miles? Put? How many yeah, lights can you fit on each, on a foot? Uh, I'm just telling you, the little lights aren't twinkling. That's yes, you're right. I don't. Know. <laughs> All right, scrap that. But leave it in. Don't edit that out. <laughs> Second question, which will be a much more reasonable. In our last podcast, Bo said one of the worst things about Christmas is all the money spent at Christmas time. According to the National Retail Federation, in 2022, what did the average consumer spend on gifts and holiday items? $2,500. I will say $2,375. Boys, you have gone over yet again. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's way over that. I am a sucker, aren't I? All right, I'm going to go with... You got to pick the average person. $1,600. J-Cat? 1750. Boys, we must think smaller. (laughs) Think smaller. Continue to downgrade your guess. All right. All right. Um, How many minutes has it taken to decide second place? This is ridiculous. (laughs) Just remember, boys, Uh, we're we're all middle class in this podcast. 
Yeah, Not but think about spend. the people who spend way more than us. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking, but I still think it's <clears throat> all right. Oh, um, I want to know so bad. JK, you <laughs> pick first. You can get one dollar. Oh, uh, uh, it's just right. one dollar. Not nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. I'll go on one dollar. <laughs> well, in typical J Cat form, he's gone over by about a dollar and thirty seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> The correct answer is nine hundred and ninety-seven dollars and seventy-three cents, which means Eric has one closest. To not go over, dude. I just heard on CBS News it was like twelve hundred dollars this year. Well, that's the National Retail Federation. Yeah. <laughs> your sources. Check your sources. All right. That might have been this year, Bo. Inflation. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. All right, and sorry, Sean, we're delaying it too long. But in first place. With 32.1% of the votes. Comments include, sent a picture of my spreadsheet, best all-around team, no egregious answers. Resident hater of the podcast, Mark Nolman, he sent me a picture of his spreadsheet where he tallied up, he gave point values to everybody's <laughs> picks. And whoever had the most points had, you had like 42 and I had like, I was like right below him or something with like 40 points. So you, he said by far was the, were the best team. Uh, co- other comments, it should be obvious, LOL. Home Alone 2, because it wasn't believable enough. Cookies, because tis the cookie holiday, etc. These were the best combo of answers. And even though I don't like Home Alone 2, or I don't think it's a good movie by any means, let alone the best one, the cookies, lights, presents, Rudolph, and those awkward family gatherings all hit the best. So Shine's team, lit like Rudolph, first place. Of course, a hater would say that. Merry Christmas. To me, to the voters, Happy New Year. Diltz has said this is the year of shine. Maybe this is. This is a good start. We're off to a great start. 2023. Speaking of Diltz, former podcast member, I reached out to him to give me his top three for tonight's podcast draft. And they are all shine related. So if you guys want to kind of think about that for a little bit, um, we'll come back to that at the end. <laughs> what do you think so his top funny. three are? I was shine related. To say. Dying before shine, spending time mm. with shine. <laughs> uh, don't, don't say it yet. Right. But before we wrap it up, let's do, here's what we should have drafted. All right. And I broke this down by the categories the best I could. So food and drinks that we should have drafted. Anything gingerbread, Christmas morning breakfast, hot chocolate marshmallows, and whipped cream, the feast of seven fishes, and rum balls. Those are things that we <laughs> the worst things about Christmas: crowded malls, secret Santa, commercialism, excess Santa, elf on the shelf. We we don't do this, shit, of course. Listening to Mariah Carey songs, junk email, and decorating. Those are the worst things about Christmas. Traditions, best traditions that we should have drafted: kids crying in Santa's lap. Driving around looking at Christmas lights. Christmas Eve morning hunts or Christmas Day morning hunts are a tradition for a bunch of Sussex Countyans. Ooh, and shoplifting. Daddy is on a budget. (laughs) Sitting on Santa's lap. Parades. Yule log on TV. Santa throwing candy canes down from a fire truck. Christmas Eve church service. Visiting Rockefeller Center slash Fifth Avenue. Singing carols and baking Christmas cookies are the traditions we should have drafted. Movies we should have drafted. Die Hard is an excellent Christmas movie. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, The Santa Claus, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, A Year Without Santa Claus, Charlie Brown Christmas, Office Christmas Party, Fat Man, starring Mel Gibson, 
and Muppet Christmas Carol. Decorations we should have drafted. There was only one. Stockings. Characters we should have drafted. Sticky Bandits. Abominable Snowman. Frosty. Hermie. Heat Miser and Snow Miser. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. He's mean, but he gets the Christmas spirit. Scrooge and Charlie Brown's tree. We should have drafted Charlie Brown's tree for first characters. And then a few people put other topic suggestions. They put, we should have drafted, uh, chosen the funniest thing that happened to you on Christmas and the most annoying Christmas songs that we should have drafted those as a topic as well. So my top three, before we, last thing before we wrap it up, number three, this was somebody's list of what we should have drafted. His choices were the animated Batman series Christmas episode, the first Simpsons Christmas episode, homemade mac and cheese, building the new Christmas Lego set, Scrooge and the Jim Carrey version of A Christmas Carol. This next one, it's close to number one, but I picked it number two just because Dilt, I'm going to read Dilt's as number one. This one brought the fire. Forewarning for some of the pronunciations for some of these insane words in this. Well, my number two, top two. The best Christmas movie is A Muppet Christmas Carol, hands down, no other competition. Michael Caine playing the straight man to the literal freaking Muppets is absolute gold. The songs slap, the jokes are great, and you know what is going to happen, but it's still good. Christmas appetizers hit the spot. Eating nothing but appetizers, sausage balls, and veggie pizza. The kind with the rolled crescent dough and cream spread and chopped up veggies are absolute top tier. Is the way to go for Christmas Eve. Then do Thanksgiving 2.0 plus ham on the 25th. Also, applesauce cake is a step up from fruitcake, and you can still use it as a doorstop, but soak a slice of that in some milk and nuke it for a bit. Chef's kiss. Christmas traditions. Building gingerbread houses, especially with graham crackers, because you could construct a single wide trailer in a jiffy and just fill the inside with all the candy you're supposed to decorate with and make out like a bandit. The next thing, Haganers in a nativity scene. Weinachtmarks and holiday markets in general, especially when there is glue wine, which is mulled wine. Los Reyes Magos are cooler than Santa Claus. In my family, we couldn't eat dinner until we sang the 12 Days of Christmas and you had to act out your part. My aunt recently discovered the redneck 12 Days of Christmas, so we mixed that in. Uncles would fight to get to 11 or 12, so they had to sing only once or twice. Note. The Kaganer, the Kaganer is an interesting figure in Catalonian Christmas celebrations. This is my note, by the way. His name translates to something like the crapper. And he's usually found tucked away in the corner of a manger scene taking care of business. So this person said we should have drafted people putting Kaganers in their nativity scene, which is a, st- a little statue of someone taking a dump like near the nativity scene. <laughs> so the, I had to Google it. It was unbelievable. So look that up. C-A-G-A-N-E-R. Just while you're waiting for the number one answer here. I know who wrote Top. that comment. Yeah, Good your people. girl. Good people. Yeah. yeah, she's avid listener. Number one, from Dilty, things we should have drafted. The Santa versus Satan MST 3000. Honey Baked Tam. Giant outlandish outdoor inflatables like the AT-AT dressed like Rudolph. And train sets going around the tree. Christmas crackers for the dinner table. Ebenezer Scrooge. Haven't you put up with your family you hate, especially during time off from work? It's like you need a second Christmas break after that BS. 
Giving people very well-planned and thoughtful gifts only to receive a last-second BS gift someone got in an airport gift shop in return. Or worse, effing socks. Those were the things that we should have drafted in the Christmas draft. Boys, anything else before we wrap up the Christmas draft? We're in January now, ready to move on. Do you guys have any any lasting comments? I have Kaganers.com is <laughs> I'm speechless right now. Like you can get a Burton Ernie. But you can get a lot of stuff. <laughs> Pooping figures. Oh, I know what it. I'm doing next year. I'm sending all you a Kaganer. Good. Celebrity Kaganers? Kaganer and Lacey? If you're listening, please rate and review the podcast. The more reviews, the more people we will reach. This week's draft, boys, episode 39, is fears. (laughs) What are those things that scare you or creep you out the most? Or maybe not you, maybe what scares most people. I feel like when I was getting my draft board ready, I didn't have a lot of things that particularly scared me and if i did i feel like they're going to be like picked early and often so i won't have a whole lot of choices there aren't 30 things that i fear per se but there are a lot of things on my draft board so i just can't wait to pick you all right so cat man smell fear you have the number one pick alibi birdo and bomar Catman, don't blow it um, um it's very on topic with what we're talking about right now Obviously, like there's phobias and things, right? Like I, I had a lot of stuff on here, but then I started thinking about things that like really scare me, like day to day, right? You know, like things that I'm like, man, if that happened, that'd be terrible. Like just you know, social things. Just you know, I feel like at a certain point in your life, when as the as you get older, you just kind of wonder. You're like, man, is today gonna be the day I poop my pants? <laughs> what? <laughs> you wonder that so no i, I don't really wonder that but it, it kind of goes with my pick i'm terrified i've never it hasn't happened since i was like a, a child but like right. the idea of like pooping your pants dude you're terrified it's okay it's terrifying though like Poop if away. you're out somewhere like what if you like you eat something maybe you drink a like a, a an alcoholic drink and it mixes you know you feel the bgs you're out of the bar something like that and then like what if you don't make it what if you don't make it what do you do no, i'll tell you, you a, a real a real oh, life story. Mike he has plenty of answers for you <laughs> that's Dude. why you wear socks rob <clears throat> hold up is rob picking the fear of pooping your pants number one mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I'll be wow. there for you. Wow, that's on. You say? Well, I don't know what to say. Honestly, like we'll have to come back around. But so, I don't want to like spoil. Picks, I kind of am with you, like, Rob, though, because that's like a di- that's something. I mean, I, I'm not going to see a rhino at Walmart, right? But like, I, I might poop my pants at Walmart. You know, <laughs> it's a real life fear. I hope that, that we could get shirts made with our like best quotes in the back and yours says, I might poop my pants at Walmart. And <laughs> that's it. So or Rob, or so I might not see a Walmart, a rhino at Walmart, but I might poop my but, pants at Walmart. I'm not like know. incontinent or anything. I don't have any problems. Like I, I haven't like I'm just saying, like it's a fear. <laughs> just making that every clear once in listeners. a while where I'm like, oh, like what like what if? Like, Is you this know? the day? <laughs> yeah. I wow. 
I had a really bad experience. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Alligator Alley in Florida, but it's like an interstate that crosses the southern part of the state, and there are no, no bathrooms. There are no nothing. <laughs> and it was no sooner than we were on that thing for about 15 minutes, and my stomach started rumbling. And I was like, this, this isn't good. And again, I'm going to remind you that the name of this highway is called Alligator Alley. So you're like thinking, <laughs> should I get out? Well, it's dark. I don't even know. So then you're just like holding it. And you're like, oh my gosh. At the end of Alligator Alley was probably the dirtiest gas station I've ever <laughs> been to in my life. And it looked like a castle. It was just <laughs> glorious. Didn't matter okay. what was there. But it was safety. And safety is all that mattered at, at that point. The last thing I thought we'd be talking about on the fears draft is pooping our pants. But those poops wouldn't even save you from that that's one. What, that's what happens when Catman gets the number one pick. So <laughs> if there are no further comments, we're going to go with uh, Birdo with the number two pick. Oh, I thought I had issues, but <laughs> and, uh, that certainly was not on my list. The fear of you, man. So I have two. I'm going to go with the one that truly terrifies me in most situations, and that is the fear of heights. When I was at the Grand Canyon, this might sound like an exaggeration, but it's totally true. I was a solid 15 to 10 feet away from the edge, and I was paralyzed like with fear of moving an inch closer. And you're like, well, how can that be? I can't explain it, but it looked like the end of the earth. And just approaching it without crawling just was terrifying. So the fear of heights makes me like kind of look down, I get a little wobbly, I get woozy, whether I'm on a ladder or something tall, like a roof or anything, but that's my pick, the fear of heights. Even though something else probably scares me a little more, this includes possible death. So does the other one, but it's unlikely. It's a good pick. A lot of people are scared of heights, especially when there's no barriers or like, would you ever ride a hot air balloon? No, probably not. Plus, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Being Jeez. six foot five, my center of mass You're always high, is up high, higher than most people. <laughs> so, also at the Grand Canyon, I was on one of those things where you can walk out like on like a suspended bridge, and like the railing came up to like my hip. It came up to like most people's shoulders. Well, I'm like, I could tip over this thing very easily. Like I could easily fall over. So. It's terrifying. I was like clung to the edge, even though I knew it was safe. It's just something I I can't handle it, bro. Bomar, third pick. I still can't get over the first pick. <laughs> Is there an actual phobia? Can someone Google that real fast? Is there an actual pooping phobia? Because Probably. there is, there's, so there's situational phobias, but it's not on, <laughs> it's not on there. That one's not <laughs> even draftable. So when I was a kid, my uncle was a big animal welver, but not just any animals, reptiles in general. And we used to go over his house here and there. But one night we were staying there and uh, we were, me and my brother were sleeping on the floor. And I wake up and this 10 foot bell constrictor is on top, was on top of me. It was round my neck. Not like it wasn't like, it was just like kind of slithering up. The head was like right here. On top of that, so you pooped your pants. I almost <laughs> did. But on top of that, we went to King's Dominion. Daily double. My uncle put me and my brother into the uh, alligator cage, 
And they all came running over. And at the time, I mean, it felt like it was chest high, but they're probably like the wall was probably like waist high to adults. But he put us over. And, and it goes up to Bobby's him. knees, by the way. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Dude, the reptile, the the alligators were coming and hissing at us the whole time. Like, and I was like, last one out. So I was like super scared. But I am terrified of freaking snakes. I hate snakes. And that's going to be my number one pick. You've got to see them every once in a while at your house, don't you? They're the worst, man. Dude, I would rake a long rake and like kind of put like stay like five feet away and still push it away. Like it can really do anything. Even those little ones, like get away from me. I was cleaning up leaves like the first year I lived at where I live now. And I went to go pick up this stick. It was a stick. It was a freaking (laughs) snake. And I screamed like a little girl, man. I was. Ah, oh, big brown snake turned into big brown was snake. Was it a black snake? <laughs> that was a hog news, I think. Oh god! But to me, to me, it was like a it was a rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes are awful. I, that probably would have been my number one pick. All right, Jcat. Snakes. I don't know no snakes. Jcat. Jcat. Oh, for me, huh? There's a lot of good ones out there, but I'm going to go with one um, that a couple of people close to me are terrified. They're claustrophobic. So it's an irrational fear of confined spaces. So like getting into like, say, an elevator is a difficult task for them to do because they that's too small for them. So um, this claustrophobia is it scares me to death. To think of, you know, like being scared of, you know, tight and confined areas because for what, for 15 years, I, you know, been crawling in them. So uh, when I'm down under there and like you can't, you know, you get stuck under a crawl space, you get a dose of what it's like to be claustrophobic and it sucks big time. So yeah, I'm going to go with claustrophobia as my number one. Good one. Good pick. When you can't move your arms, that's the it's, worst. Like when you're like oh. army crawling, but it's like just like mm-hmm. small movements. It is creepy. Have you ever had yeah. to get an MRI? Yeah. Yeah. That's, lay there. that's not that's fun. Game, like, that is, that can be uh, terrifying. I used to work in these uh, fuel cells for uh, 737s, and there's only one way in and one way out. And mm. it was like my second or third week there. And I'm six one, so I'm not like a small man. Inside these fuel tanks, they have these structure tubes, and I mean they're all over the place. So like you're, I'm like weaving it in and out of this thing, and the tank's not that big. And uh, the person that was with me was trying was supposed to keep an eye on me, and he's like, "It's lunchtime." I'm like, "All right, just go lunch. I'll be out in like five minutes. Let me finish up." Because it was really hard to get in there, so I didn't want to, you know, just get out and then get back in for another five minutes. I'm telling you, I could not freaking weave my way back out. And I just pushed as hard as I could. And I just put a big gash on my back and gashes on my, I was bleeding all over the place. They had to send me home because I would, I got so scared. I was terrified. Tough. Did you poop your pants before you pushed yourself <laughs> out? <laughs> what was worse though? Bob, being in the Bob. gator cage or being in that tube cell? <laughs> Fuel cell. Man, I mean, they're both they were both probably just as bad. I mean, I, I was a grown man. 
you know, in the fuel cell, you know, as, as a kid, you thought you were going to get eaten. But let me tell you one thing. Poop in my pants was not on that list because I don't care if I would poop. I would poop my pants to get out quicker. <laughs> Slid around, help you get out. Grease, Grease the wheels. Grease the wheels. Grease the wheels. Poop loop. Oh, man. Oh. All right. I'm um, next. I think about it often. I guess I'm fearful or hesitant of it is the death and not just death, like me dying. Yeah, I'm scared of that, but it's more about the death of a loved one. So like immediate family, like your child or your wife or your, your immediate family, your mom, dad, that just, when you think about the finality of it all, that's, that scares me. I, I, for some reason, think about that a lot. Like, I just think, okay, I'm never going to, see this person i'm never going to talk to this person again and it like it like scares me you know what i mean and i know some of us have lost dads moms grandparents close you know relatives so i that's just a fear that i have you know not an everyday fear but when i really think about it or when you attend a funeral of someone who's elderly you think okay hopefully this doesn't happen to someone who hasn't lived the majority of their life or it, you know has plenty of time left so that's one of my biggest fears it's just the death of a of a close relative really yeah that's the number one you know for a lot of people i had it on my list i ain't scared of death shine back-to-back picks there's like a lot of heavy hitters left <laughs> yeah there are i guess when you take pooping yourself number one it kind of opens up some things literally that's opens one the pick. floodgates that's one pick out of <laughs> I literally have on my list, and I thought I was going to get stuck with it, the fear of naked men in the YMCA locker room. <laughs> That's a very real fear. Not I a locker it. room guy. All right. I know how to get around that locker room with my eyes closed. Let's just say that. And older dudes are way prouder of their the stuff, YMCA man. Still. Why, like, though, J-Cat? Why? I don't know. Like They'll be in there talking to everybody else with their freaking meat swinging, and you're Proud just like, bro. Stuff. Yeah, like, Come on, man! Put that thing away. I just came with the, the handheld like heater things in places that it shouldn't be. <laughs> like, I think it's that microphobia for Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shy, wait, are you drafting that, or you just mentioned? No, that? I'm not drafting that. Okay, okay. Not, not yet. Anyway, uh, fear of old um, wang. <laughs> old balls. I mean, you're almost there, Jason. You're getting old, man. <laughs> Not E-Wang. Old man. See this hair More salt in that every day. All right, Sean, what do you got? All right. The top pick has to be a good one, though. Has to be really good. So I feel like I'm sticking with me. I don't care about that. (laughs) I got my, my, my win this week. So my first pick, I'm going with Ghost. The fear of ghosts. People can think they're real or not real. But sometimes, I mean, you look at stories. If I, as a kid, watching Unsolved Mysteries, I was good with the alien story. I was good with, you know, whatever it was on there. But if they ever had like a, a ghost story, I was out. Can't do it. Katie will laugh at me all day long. I mean, I'm surprised I'm not like tearing up right now talking about it. It's just like a natural like instinct when I Fear start talking tears? about ghost. 
Do you are that, you afraid that they're going to kill you? Like the ghost is going to like, Ugh. or just experiencing it? I think just experiencing it. Yeah. They don't like Windex. Uh, if you keep Windex around, you're fine. Just spray it. Like <laughs> one one story that I remember. That's another quote. Is from when we were like teenagers. Bo and Josh told me <laughs> that they were working at TSBY one night, and they thought they saw like a ghost like go up through the vent. I don't even know if you remember that. But yeah, I, I do. It was a, it, I wouldn't say it was a ghost. It was a shadow. I remember that day. Dude, I don't know what it was, but it was like a shadow that went up there. And uh, me and Josh like immediately closed up, called my mom. And we're like, we were like not crying, obviously, but we were scared. Came back the next day. We had, it was no awful. It was frightening experiences. Yeah. <laughs> So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they're ghosts. I would say now that they're more like more spirits. Demons. Spirits, yeah. Demons. It doesn't have to be a demon. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a demon. I used to think that stuff was bull, but I definitely believe in some type of spirits and that stuff. There's too many stories to to deny it. Really, I'm a firm believer, man. I am weird yeah. stuff. All right, Sean, you got yeah. ghosts. All you, right. You wanted you drafted ghost poops. You dra- now you're drafting ghosts. What are you drafting next? For the record, in round one of our fears, we have ghost and poops. <laughs> yes, there we go. Shine for shine. I like that. <laughs> All right, snakes are taken. So the next one I'm going with are spiders. Uh, to me, the fear of spiders is worse than the fear of snakes because they're, they're so terrible. Small. Step on one. I ain't scared. Yeah, but they're not as like unpredictable as a snake. Yeah. That thing moves like just eerily. Like you don't want, I don't want to mess with a snake. You don't know when it's going to strike. Spiders, I don't like them either. I it's a good pick. I just, I'll freaking eat a spider. Yeah, I'm scared of a spider. I will. Fear was not a factor. What's better, bro? A spider or Sir Guy's wing? We uh, eat so like right. 15 spiders a year in our sleep. Have you guys ever like seen that? a freaking yeah. anaconda? It's oh. not true, Rob. It's not true. An anaconda would swallow all whole at one time. My, my anaconda. Don't want none. So, spider story. <laughs> Several years ago, I walked through a spider web and I was already in a bad mood. I went, that's it. I literally said this out loud to all <laughs> spiders that can hear me. I'm sick of it. If I see you, I will kill you. This is your warning to not come in my house again. I will kill every. Sp- I will go out of my way to stomp on a spider just because of this spider web. So I ain't scared of no spiders. Heed <laughs> the warning, spiders. Get out, or you will be stomped. I hate when I see one and then I try to do something, thinking I'm going to come right back and take care of that spider. And when I come right back, it's gone. gone. And I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> gone. You in the house somewhere, and now you're alive in the house. No, thank you. You need to be dead. All right. It's a good pick, Sean. All right. Back to me. I'm trying to determine if I want to take, like, my a fear that I have or one that I think. Like I said, I don't think I have 30 fears myself. So I'm trying to think of just general fears that are, are scary, but not necessarily to me. But I am going to take probably one that I used to think about a lot and I don't as much anymore. Like Catman, I don't think you have this fear, but you might have like experienced this happening to someone, but I feel I'm, I think I'm a, I'm a good swimmer. 
But the fear of drowning to me just terrifies me. If you put yourself in a situation where you can't, you know, there's people that are stranded for hours overboard or just in, a, in choppy waters and just where you have no control and just the gasping for breath is is terrifying to me. So the fear of drowning, like I don't think I'm going to drown, so that doesn't scare me. But if you actually were in that situation, it would be mortifying to me. I'm going to pick drowning. You guys hear about that guy that fell over on the cruise ship and he treaded water for over 24 hours and they found yeah. his ass? It's nuts. Yeah, that's like <laughs> this ass. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. ridiculous. Like he needs he needed to buy a lottery ticket as soon as he got like back on shore. Do you think? Do you think while he was doing it, he was like scared of like what's under me right now? Like I would be thinking like what's under me. Not only just the fact to physically be able to do that, but just the mental aspect of being able to not have a wooden door to float on, like your boy Leo, just being able to be. <laughs> well, he did. Just... He got kicked off his board. <laughs> but you don't. You don't see land. You don't see anything. You're right, in the middle of the ocean. Like you just, it's water. It's yeah. Here's what you do. You take your pants off if you're wearing pants or shorts, and you tie the leg holes to closed. And then you take it and you kind of like make an air bubble. So it's like a life j- jacket and you can hang on it for a little while. Like produces if you're like in, hot. If you're in 75 degree water or more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are lots of aspects. No, of I know it. there's other. Yeah, 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 for sure. Choppy waters, cold water. Yeah, I get right. that. I just, I. Do you remember, this is probably about 15, 17 years ago. It was a while ago. <clears throat> 15, uh, fish, fisherman was coming out of Indian River Inlet. They were going fishing in the morning, and someone was sitting on the back of the boat, and he fell over, and nobody saw him for like a mile. It was too late; they couldn't find him. Just heard this story recently. Were you telling this? Somebody just told me this. I might have told you this, but he was treading water for seventeen hours and was found the next day by just a married couple in a boat two miles offshore. Got wild. He got the boat and asked for a cigarette. First thing he asked for. So I'm going to go drowning. Yeah, next pick all right this next phobia or fear i think maybe the majority of humans first fear that they need to overcome that they might you know that they're going to remember and that is the fear of the dark uh nyctophobia and being scared of going into the dark i mean as children you know i can remember the phase you know of always having to have a light on or having a nightlight and things like that. My kids have gone through it. Um, and sometimes when it's really, really quiet, like say when I leave the podcast tonight and I got to run to the bedroom and it's dark in the house and it's really, really quiet and the wind is blowing, I get a little, I'll get a little shaky too with the dark and I sprint my little chubby butt over and, and, and hop in bed. But yeah, um, there can be some crazy things that happen in the dark. Are you scared because you might see a ghost, a spider, a ghost, or someone pooping their face? <laughs> <laughs> You're not afraid you know of the dark. You're afraid of what's in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Some dude pooping his pants at Walmart while running from a dark. rhino. <laughs> Near a nativity set. As a <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, J.K. Uh, the dark. All right, Pomar? My favorite Nickelodeon show, by the way. I want to stick with one of my phobias. Uh, another one would be um, my kids. You get, I had three daughters, so like 
and the world we live in now is just even worse. But my kids possibly being kidnapped or taken from me. Oh, that's a good one. After five days in the OBX with my kids, hop in the car, boys and girls. Let's go. <laughs> I just, you know, I know. <laughs> Take the candy. Say yes. No. Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about typically we think about children, but like on the West Coast, like women, grown women would get abducted all the time. uh, Yeah, sex trafficking. Yeah, it's insane. All the time. It's kind of fun. I mean, even with Mm -hmm. the kids and stuff, I mean, that's what they're doing. I do think motion change is picked to human trafficking because that involves everybody, people being kidnapped. I don't know if he fears for that, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think that's every parent's like. Biggest yeah, that's true. So I had I all my know how to all put my that into words. Being a parent, yeah. being a parent's my biggest fear. You just yeah. teach your kid if you ever, if anyone ever tried to like touch them or grab them, don't you just yell them to scream? Just scream as loud as you can. If especially if you're in a public place, just to draw attention, right? Isn't that what you tell them? Yeah, and Bobby Hill, that guy right in the nutsack. Well, right. I mean, like, my, my mom I, always told told me to scream fire. She's mm-hmm. like, because people would always want to see a fire. You don't scream help. You don't scream anything else because people may ignore you. But most people always will come out to see a fire. So mm-hmm. scream fire if someone grabbed me. It's pretty sick if someone would look at a fire before they would look at someone yelling help. Right. That's pretty yep. messed up. Dang, that's a good one, Bo. All right, bro. Back All to right. you. I'm going to pick this now because I know another pick coming up soon. This is not a particular fear for me. But if I recall, at one point, this was the most feared thing out there i had to do a lot of this in college so it didn't bother me that much um, but the fear of public speaking people getting up and having to speak in front of a lot of people like terrifies them i had to, i had no choice but to get over it as a communication major yes sir it's the worst trying to give a speech though because you really don't know it you want to read the cards unless it's something you le- legitimately care about no one wants to talk about like Andrew Jackson, except Rob. You know what I mean? Like, hey, no, no, it's, a, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm bad at it. I feel like I've gotten decent at it, but I'm still not excited to do it. I'm always yeah, like, so uh, nervous, right? Like yeah. Bobby said, yeah. Like, there's always like that apprehension. Like, what if I say the wrong thing, or what if I, you know, you pause and then you're like, ah, uh, you just lose your place. What if I think you, it's the, just... you poop your pants in the middle of the speech? <laughs> yeah, I think it's sure. like the fear of embarrassment because I can talk yeah, in front of sure. third graders all day, but then when the parents come, I, I'm fine. I'm not really nervous, but like you're more tense than you would be any other day you're teaching. You yeah, know what I mean, you don't want to look like, incompetent uh, or like yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, it's a good pick, Birdo. Catman, back to back picks. Peeing your pants is still on the table, <laughs> and if peeing your pants is cool. It's cool. Consider me mom's oh, man. I mean, Ooh, I know so I had like one pick, but like, man, we're at the we're at like the sea level fears here already, boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you drafted wow. a D level fear. <laughs> you have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> the bow laughing. Uh, um, that was your first pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Come so, on, Cammy. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah two picks, last buddy. again. Yeah, I know, but 
It's hard. Eric kind of hinted at it a little bit earlier. My this pick is different though. We all grew up at the beach, right? When you go in the water and you first walk in, that fear of like stepping on something or feeling something go by your feet in the water. That it's that's like instant terrified. You're like, oh, like what is that? Like you're just terrified instantly until like water socks came out in like 1993, and then you were like, you could feel like you could walk everywhere. But uh, yeah, like walking into the ocean and feeling something go by your feet that you can't so see. Underwater creatures is what you're drafting, number two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, did you ever own or wear aqua socks? Because it sounds like you definitely did. <laughs> oh, I did for sure. Like for one I or two wearing it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Rob, we were going out. Um, we were walking out surfing uh, on Estate Island and uh, he took my friend took like three steps in the water and he steps on this huge stingray or skate or whatever it was. And that thing came up flopping like, you know, the wings and the bomb of the stinger hit the back of his board and left like an indentation scared the living crap out of me. Just step you on. should vote for me then. You should vote Just for me. You tell people to vote for me. Hold on. What is <laughs> Rob's pick? The ocean? Walking in the no. ocean, parentheses, I I wrote, underwater creatures. Fear, <laughs> fear of feeling something in the water slash beach. That's what I wrote. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're saying now. Nobody said yeah. it. Very specific. I think you could have been more broad. <laughs> no, I can't be more broad. Because if I had said, oh, walking into the water, you'd be like, you can't have all the water. You can't say the ocean. You can't say this. Fear of walking into the ocean. You definitely can say the ocean. You can say the ocean. Fear the ocean. Legit. Feeling something in the ocean slash beach underfoot. What about what about walking in the water you can't right. like see? Like see the bottom. Delaware Maybe. water. Yeah. Like yeah. dirty water. Like good water. At good water. <laughs> Alright, Kevin, what you got back to back? Oh Lord. Um turn again. Scared of. And I, I feel I'm like scared. I mean, I'm not I haven't been scared of this in a long time because you know. My teeth are good, but fear of the dentist. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, dang it, dang list. it, dang it, dang it, Catman. Dentophobia, <clears throat> as it's called. Mm. I mean, I, I don't mind going now. I just go for a cleaning twice a year, but it's still, like, not something I, like, look forward to. It's not pleasant. I agree. I'm usually 100%. in and out 45 minutes, but it's like, ah, they're going to go pick at my teeth. And, yeah, ask me all these questions, and I can't talk. Like, what? So. <laughs> so when they check your gums and they jab you with that thing, yeah, three, like, two, one, three, it's yeah. the worst. The yeah, sound of the scraping, that's just the yeah. sound of the scraping, even though it doesn't hurt. It's like, I always cross my legs and like put my yeah. hands like this. I like put my fingers together. Like, like <laughs> I don't know why I just sit like I'm in like a coffin almost like real still. <laughs> and I try to like daydream because I don't want to think about what they're doing. It's off. Damn, I didn't think anyone was going to pick that. I kind yeah, of as a dent- kid, it was like dental work. the biggest thing. Yeah, as a kid, it was like terrifying. It was like, ah. I mean, obviously, technology's gotten better. It's a little bit more like, you know. Yeah, but yeah. still not fun. It actually, it's a lot easier, but mm-hmm. yeah. Oral agents and stuff like, you know, numbing agents. All right, dang. All right, we're going back to you, dental work, dental master here. And there's something that goes along with the dentist that I want to pick. And I think I could hang on to this one, but I'm still going to pick it now because this isn't so, this is a fear, but it's more someone that just grosses me out. But it is a fear, like the fear of germs, like a germaphobe. I uh, mm-hmm. the fact that everything we touch, every doorknob, 
every piece of money, everything that's shared, working in a school, every pencil, I'm like, Ugh, I just touch it. And I'm like, my hands unclean. So I'm constantly watching my hands. And this is even before COVID. Like when I come home, the first thing I do is go to the sink and wash my hands because to get whatever I've been touching off, it just grosses me out. And I did. And for someone who is like that, I get sick way too often, which is irritating because I shouldn't be, but fear of germs, germophobia. It's a phobia. Germs. It's a good pick. Bro. It wasn't coming back to you, Rodney, right because I was definitely taking that. Mm-hmm. I don't mind this, but I don't fear that. Like, there's there's nothing you can do, and you'll never be clean. It's like forever. Un- like, you'll never be. You can't forever. avoid germs. So that's why I don't like fear it. I'm just like, it's gross. And just like, I feel like I wash my hands like once a day, maybe. I just don't thing, care. Like my kids, like if we're in a public, I'll see like my son, like hold the railing, like for no reason, like walk. And I'm like, don't touch that. Or like yeah. where he's just touching like, like the, the, like the shelf in the Walmart or something. I'm like, oh, like what has been there just is like, Ugh. so it's, I, it is more of like a gross factor, but it does, it is fear, a fear. For some yeah, people, not so much me, but it's a fear. For everybody that doesn't know Bobby Croce, uh that's listening to this podcast, he would rather get rid of handshakes and do fist pumps. This handshake makes absolutely no sense in our culture. It's disgusting and needs to end. And I thought, I really thought COVID would end all handshaking, but it has not. Forget fist bumps. The fist bump is the perfect down. mix between the handshake the and the elbow touch. Uh, I, I want to go to the Chinese version. Oh, of the album touch is stupid. Yeah, well, it's, it's like trying to be cool, but trying to be yeah. cordial. It's, but right. it's not. It's that's like, what I'm saying. So the fist bump is like the the perfect media. Yeah. Who wants to touch anyone? There's only like four people in the world that I want to touch me, <laughs> and none of them are going to be throughout the period of the day. So don't. I don't want to be touched, especially shaking some stranger's hand. So who are the four people? You're like the opposite of the show. Yeah. <laughs> My two children, my girlfriend, and maybe my nephew. That's about it. You don't have your mom on there? Nah. Mother. Relax, son. I don't want to be touched by strangers, that's for sure. Definitely not Dilts. Dirty. I don't even want to talk to Dilts. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. I love you, man. I don't. Bomar. Um, I can't believe this one got back to me um i don't even know if you guys have this on your list you know as you get older as an adult you have a family um a wife kids house just your job in general the fear of failing oh my and not completing anything uh, or your kids not looking up to you or just failing as a dad or a husband or (sighs) employee or a business owner that would be, you know, stick to my stomach. My turn. Go on. It's That's a big one. And failure. And then just went too back big to one, Shine. The fear of not having any picks left when it comes back to you. Oh, there's a ton. Left. That's your number five pick, Shine. That'd be a great last pick. I got a lot still on my list, actually. Jake. No one's taking naked men in the YMCA. I'm totally Jake at like 10, 10 <laughs> picks ago. I wrote down number three next to one of my picks because I'm going to pick it for my third pick. You're the only thing standing in my way. I think one of the biggest fears people have is it revolves around social anxiety. 
and being out in public or around crowds. You know, there there's people who are hermits for a reason. Like they won't go outside of their house. They are afraid to be around anybody. It causes issues with jobs, with personal life, all that stuff, man. So I, I, I obviously don't have a, a large amount of social anxiety or a phobia of it, but I've been around folks who do have it and uh, it can be debilitating and it, it's scary to think of you know, not being able to, to go out and, and do things. I kind of, I kind of don't like big crowds and or like, that's a, that could be another pick though. Bo. Yeah. Like crowds of people and stuff. Uh, social what? anxiety, social gatherings. Yeah. It's a good pick. I thought J-Cat's pick was crowds. That's what I thought too. Oh, what do you what do you pick in JCAT? No, I use it as an example, but I was just like social fear in general. Yeah. Like not you know, not so wanting to... social anxiety. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I can see why that use of that as an example, I can see why you guys thought that. This is another thing that I don't fear, but I genuinely dislike and I just they they bother me and I don't like it. I, it sounds like no one's going to pick this. I could see maybe Shine picking this with one of his next two picks. I just don't like them. I don't know if it's because of stop it. the movie. There's the movie I saw when I was younger. Um, I like it now, but it's still creepy as all get out. But clowns. I don't like <laughs> clowns. They're awful. That What do they do? Are they supposed to be funny? Are they supposed to be friendly? They're They're just creepy. I don't like clowns. And I remember specifically when I saw it, the, the TV movie, I don't think I ever saw the whole movie, but when his no, the red clown nose comes up through the bathroom sink and then bursts and it's like bloody everywhere. I just remember terrifying. It terrified me. And I would always look down the bathroom sink, like to make sure there was like no clown nose coming up. But it's awful. So I don't like clowns. Like if I see one, am I scared of it? No, but are they off putting to me? Very much so. I don't like them. Get out of here. Ronald McDonald, get out of here. <laughs> but Pennywise, I, I just, I don't know. I really enjoy the movies because they are fear-inducing. So clowns. <laughs> Not to be confused with you clowns. I'm talking <laughs> actual clowns. Yep, that was Shine. definitely going next. Your board's been decimated. It has been decimated in the last couple of picks here. <laughs> that makes the next two pretty easy. I don't think it matters which way I go about this unless people read just the first three picks. So my third pick is going to be the fear of needles or shots. Ah, oh, Bobby, I can't believe you didn't pick that stuff. I first. wanted to, man. I pass out from it. I faint. Shine, you got Lydia's vote 100%. Injections and spiders, you're, that's a lock. <laughs> that's my lead pipeline. Take that vote. Are you afraid of it, Shine, or are you just picking it because you know people are? It's not my favorite thing to do, but I've gotten used to it for sure. It's not the pain. I know it doesn't hurt. It's the thought of that thing going in me makes like I've literally fainted many times in doctors' offices just from this. This is gonna sound sappy, but when Delaney went through her mess, I like refocused my whole like mental. Am I really going to be scared of this like little needle going in me when I just watched my two-year-old daughter go through that mess? No. Oh, there's can't, no can't rational thought behind it. I can't explain it. I just know that if it happens, I faint and pass out <laughs> if I look at no. it. Jason, he, Jason, Bobby, tell Jason when you walked in and saw your dad. Oh, that was the first time I ever fainted. I've fainted many times in my life. I fainted two times in the last six months. One by myself and landed and collapsed and smashed my head on the floor. 
Oh my god. Woke up and I thought I pooped my pants. And that's true. <laughs> that is true. I did not. And I was like, wait a minute. Did I poop my pants? Were you scared for a second? Yeah, I, I, really thought you See? His pants. I really Yeah. Validation. That's true. That's a great pick. That wasn't even six months ago. That was like in August. And then my fourth pick would be the fear of flying. Oh, and Bobby picked. Oh, really? Height. But I think it's different because I wanted to ask him that when he picked heights. Because oh, to me, definitely different. I would always say that I was scared of heights, but then I flew and I don't mind flying at all. Like I love it. But if I were to go outside on a balcony, three stories up, even getting me near the edge, and that part just never made sense to me. I love the I window definitely. seats in the airplane. I know I'm not falling out of that airplane, I guess. Yeah, but why are people afraid of flying? They think it's like a crash. They would just like, uh, take you a know, because both or all five engines can die at the same time. And it, it combines the fear of heights and claustrophobia and fire and death because pooping you're pooping your pants. <laughs> and pooping your pants all in one. Ghosts, snakes the on a plane. It pretty much it combines, I guess it combines every fear ever. The movie Final Destination. <laughs> That opening well, scene again. was intense when they had the vision of the plane going down. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I don't know. I I love flying. I never thought I would. Have you guys watched a live when that plane crashed based on True Story and they crashed yeah. in the mountains and they were eating yeah, good they bodies? Yeah, and they awesome. had to eat each other. Plane crash would be terrifying. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Flying itself is not scary to me. I think it's it's they. I mean, statistically, it's safer than than being in a car. Think about how fast the cars are going. How many cars are around you? Planes are just. I don't know. I don't think you could ever get me up into one of those like single engine, yeah. lot of prop planes or something. I've been in one a small one, but statistically speaking, you're more likely to get on accident on the way to the airport than flying. Get <laughs> trapped under a gas trap. That's the worst. All right, shine. You got injections and flying. All right, back to me. I love my team. I don't. I don't think it's a strong team compared to some of these heavy hitters. But personally, these are the ones that like bug me the most. So I'm going to go with another one for me. This isn't a fear per se, but it's if I think it's going to happen, I get real sweaty. I get real worried about it. It comes from actually doing it too. But and nobody likes doing this, obviously. But vomiting, mm. throwing up, and thinking it. I don't haven't done it often and I don't have to do it very often, but when you do it, it's, it legitimately scares me. Cause I just hate that feeling when you're hugging a toilet, when you, you can't stand up because of how like sick you are, or you're vomiting from whatever that fear of getting ready to do that. It is almost like scaring, scary, more scary than actually doing it. I just don't like the, the fact just when you're vomiting to, to, when it burns, all of it, the the smell, the just being above a toilet. If you're a germaphobe, it's got to be great. Like it just like being so close to just like what about this? What about when the throw up hits the water and like splashes back in your face? Great, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you throw up. Oh, vomit splash back? <laughs> yeah, as opposed like, oh. to regular splash back. Oh man, yeah, it's just bad. I just don't like it. I don't. Again, it's not something I'm scared of, but I just it. I don't know. I have a lot of big ones. I think I could have picked instead, but I'm going to go with that vomiting. I don't think my fourth pick is going to make or break my team anyway. 
Jcat, what you got? Obviously, me being um, Jcat, I'm a lover of all furry four-legged things. But there are people out there who are deathly afraid of and fear dogs. Doesn't matter what size the dog or anything of that nature. We've all seen them. A chihuahua comes running out and they're up, you know, they're trying to jump on your back to get away from it. Um, so the fear of dogs. I've seen people knock old ladies down in the street to get away from dogs. And the way that fear grips them, they're like, nah, I don't want any part of that. So back yeah. up, Fido. You like dogs? Even growing up, everybody had that one dog in the neighborhood that you were afraid of, right? Yeah. Like that you couldn't, like, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I can't walk by. Or be like, oh, bear's not out today. Sweet. Like, <laughs> you don't you trust just, him. <laughs> How'd you know right. that was his name? I'm you sure. Every, get near each other. Tall Pines had a bear too? Yeah, it was a Rottweiler. Of course it was. No, it was like a lab mix. It was big. He always like walks through that yard fast. Like, you know, because if he saw you, you were yeah. running. You got got. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have it. You mean old Hercules? Yeah, man, I had on my list savage dogs. Like the ones that are just like, you know, they're wild as shit. Like you just know that they're rough. Like you don't savage hit those dogs. pit bulls. Like <laughs> that was good my fifth round pick. I was really considering that. But yeah, it's just like, you don't, you don't know. It, they're unpredictable. It's, yeah, they'll bite but, you. But they're, they'll, they'll tear you up. Yeah, and you hear those stories about people getting attacked or other dogs getting attacked. And it's, it's scary stuff. I mean, people are scared of like any type of dog. It's nonsense. Yeah. I mean, it really is, mm-hmm. but. Who am I to say? Savage dog. Dude, uh, Shine, what were you saying? West, what was the West Bay dog? Doberman. It was like two two houses across the street from me up the up the way. Apparently, it was like a junkyard protector dog too. <laughs> junkyard dog. Had whole sides of beef. Yeah, born in a pool of gasoline. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and I, I'm in Pennsylvania. A friend of mine. He actually listens to the podcast. He had a dog, a German Shepherd, and his name, I, I'm not even lying, was Wolfgang. And, dude, this if you were, like, outside the fence, he was the most ter- terrifying dog you'd ever met in your life. But if you, like, just walked in the fence, he was, like, the most loving thing you'd ever met in your life, too. Bomar? Man, there's so many. I've had to, three different times, drive people over these because they were so scared to drive across them. My mom was one of them. One of the head guys at Bell Tech was one of them, and then my wife. So we have one of the largest ones on the East Coast here, and one probably one of the highest ones on the East Coast. As I've gotten older, it's gotten worse for me. Me too. Um, driving over the Bay Bridge, man. Tr- driving over bridges, but driving over the Bay Bridge is awful. Yep. And there's like it's no railing. It's like it's a good pick, though. You could easily go over that, and people have. But I had that on my list, and I was didn't want to pick it. But as I've gotten older, my, yeah. and as my vehicles have become larger and taller, my fear of being going over the Bay Bridge is is grown. Maybe you just need to learn how to stay closer to the ground, Bobby. Bruh, can't six five. Bo, do you uh, Bo, the causeway heading into Chincoteague, the one side doesn't have the railing. Does that like bother you or no? Nah, that one doesn't bother me. It's the ones that are like super tall and actually the bay tunnel or the bay tunnel does bother me a little bit imagine um, going off a bridge imagine like in that's your what car, I mean. that, now, here's that the five thing. seconds of you in your car then you're going to get the drowning fear <laughs> then you're going to get the pooping your pants fear the claustrophobia fear probably yeah, all the way down 
yes. the darkness fear. Yeah, it's that's ter- you, that is terrifying. Do any of you have one of those tools in your car that because you know you can't break a window from the inside, especially if there's water? That just boy, you know, I got this right here, son. <laughs> he was breaking nothing, son. Listeners, he held up his fist so far, as if he would break. Omar just showed his ham hock sized fist. Like those tools <laughs> okay. that cut your seatbelt <laughs> and you just tap the glass and it shatters it. Like I'm like, you know what? It can't hurt to have that, but fifteen dollars? Nah, I'm not. <laughs> I got one for Christmas from my mother-in-law like four years ago. Really? Yeah, it's hammer saw. Yep. Nice. Have you guys Did ever taken? Come in it's probably not even in your car. It's probably like in the house in a cabinet. <laughs> no, it's in my glove box. Nice. Have you guys ever taken the Route 9 that's up in Dover? There's a bridge where you would eventually get up to, like, what is it, the C&D? What, what bridge do they call it? Delaware? Oh, uh, yeah, it's the back the way there. Bridge? The St. But, George's Bridge? But there's a yeah. St. George's Bridge. The old one. But there's a an older bridge. Yeah. If you take that Route 9, that scenic one, along the water, like that would be kind of creepy. because that thing's talking Miss Pillion, boy. There's, like, chunks out of that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and That's it goes up pick, high. Bro. It's a good fourth rounder. All right, we got Birdo and then Catman with the last two picks. His his last two picks. I really can't believe this is still here. I thought this would be like a first rounder, and this would be like a in the long lines of bow and dilts, but and it goes along with Rob, what Rob said, but he didn't say this. I'm going to say sharks. Like people are terrified of swimming in the ocean because they're afraid they're going to get chomped by a shark. Yep. Ox. And Jaws Chomps. put the, the fear factor in people, boy. That's the day that I learned that I was no not actually Bo and Josh's best friend, but rather just some kid that hung out with them when we were down in Shinkatig. And they all were all on their surfboards, and I had a, a boogie board, and we were out <laughs> hanging out in the water. And then Josh yells, shark! And then they take off. And, then, you know, surfboards go about, I don't know, 50 times faster than a boogie board. <laughs> So there I am, like, trying to, like, get the <laughs> heck out of the water. And I'm now the only one in the water. And those guys are on the beach, like, cracking up laughing at me. Did you poop your pants? I thought I was done. <laughs> Sean, didn't, you didn't I, know that Bo and Josh were their were – the, they are their best friends? <laughs> you <laughs> thought you were. I was just the kid that hung out. <laughs> Disposable. Twins, man. They'll always be each other's best friend. Nothing wrong with that. Catman? Been a long time. Last two picks. Not feeling great about this draft, boys. <laughs> so I don't think these last two picks are going to matter either way, anyway. Um, can't but, wait uh, to see the response. Jason, I wonder if he's going to get votes. I just can't believe he picked. <laughs> Jason brought up um, unsolved mysteries earlier, and I wasn't really afraid of ghosts, but as as a kid, as a youngster. I was terrified of alien abductions. Ooh. Fire in the sky. Yes. Fire in the sky. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, the thought of like aliens coming in my room at night and I can't move and I'm like floating above my bed. Just You know what's coming, Rob. Me. What's coming? What? <laughs> Pooping my pants? What? No. What's good? Well, it might help oh, you do that. Probes? <laughs> getting probed? Um, and then taking me somewhere and then like, yeah, seeing some crazy things, it just terrified me. Can you imagine Rob strapped to like a metal table and like aliens like, <laughs> like touching him with like his head strapped to his forehead? <laughs> Leave me alone! Um, 
Man, and I, I got some other ones that I think are good, but I don't think they're going to be relevant. So they're going to be honorable mentions. Are you so, one of those that are scared of ET? No, no, not ET. No, he was a friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a friend. So I, I got some. Uh, All right, Elliot. I'm going being buried alive. Oh my goodness! That's that was, the there's one. a movie with Ryan Reynolds where he yeah. is actually buried alive and like he's in a coffin. And like I'm not even like small spaces and stuff like that. But the idea that like like Kill Bill two, like when she was buried alive too, it just like creeped me out. Like everything about it, like you're just buried alive. You heard what like, happened, like, Rob? You heard what happened in Air City like three years ago? This lady yeah. was walking on the beach. A kid, I guess, dug a hole really deep, and this woman didn't see it. She fell in it, and then those beach camera camera tractors came oh, across. Oh yeah, filled the... in the hole. Holy crap. That's sand, though. I dig out. I dig my, dig my way out. That, that was, that's what I don't understand about Kill Bill 2, because that scene is terrible, where she literally just punches her way up, and then she breaks through, and she just magically like floats through the dirt. I don't even know. Really I mean, it was freshly cut. I mean, it was freshly... It wasn't like it packed down dirt. I don't know. Pi May. Pi May's training, son. <laughs> no way. Well, are you sure that a, the, a beachcomber filled it in? I thought the water came in and it No, it, it was yeah. a tractor. It was a tractor. It was Those so deep you couldn't see it. That would be terrifying. I, I feel like that's such a off chance. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have drafted that, but it would be it would be pretty scary. Couldn't you I, it's kinda like it's kinda like drowning on land? Like it's I, couldn't you dig your way out of a sand hole just like Dude, she couldn't get yeah, out. But think about when you're buried in the sand. In it's hours. in your you mouth heavy and stuff. You're like, when just your head's out? You no, like, I mean before yeah. the sand coma. Can't you? If you were in a hole in sand, couldn't you like put your hands in and like scale up? Now when you're like old and crippled, I don't know how old she was, but she was, I think she was older. <laughs> old and crippled. <laughs> I mean, think about, it'd be hard to get out of that. That's oh, so she's just like walking. Awesome. On you the couldn't beach. yell like when you saw like the tractor person coming. It like, was like no. four, it was like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning when she was walking. Birdo, now she's gonna last pick. Beach, good pick, Rob. That that is terrifying. I have like a lot left on my list, but they're all kind of like in the same vein. So I'm gonna pick something that is you hear about, and there's a cool acronym that goes along with it: FOMO, the fear of missing out. And I think this is tied to a lot of social media and people always thinking other people are doing something cool and they're always left out. But like feeling like you're missing out or not included, it's a, it, it sucks. You feel like lonely and that you're not, you know, like your friends like don't care. But I'm going to go with FOMO. Yeah, FOMO Bobby. No, my friends rule. That's a, that's a good fifth rounder, I guess. I don't think it's a fear. I think it's just like a... Yeah, I guess you could be bothered by fear, it. A fear of missing out. Okay. Yeah, I know it stands for that, but like, like I don't think anyone's like, scared. Like, oh, hey. well, I don't want to go to that game. Well, here's the other thing. I like, think about like I got to go to the bar because something might happen. Right. Or, like, I know, didn't like, go to one of like the Clemson's national championship games, and I've always regretted. Like, dang, like I missed out on like two national champions that a lot, pretty much all my friends from college went to. And I didn't like the fear of like missing. Yeah, okay, I see that. That's like a post. That's like after the fact. I always think of FOMO as like, like Rob said, if I don't go there, I'm going to miss what's going to happen. But yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Bomar, last pick. I mean, already, I was probably going to do something that Dilty was going to say. I have a good team. I don't really want to mess it up. You know, the well, fifth rounders don't matter. I know. I'm going to pick it because yeah, it is a fear of mine. <laughs> You're going to lock in Dilty's vote. The fear. 
of Jason winning his own fantasy league. It's been how many years, Jason? 20. 20 years. He has not won, and he lost this year in the championship. And thank goodness that happened. Just the fact that all you guys are so scared of it happening. When it does, it is going to be the worst year of everyone's life, except for mine. That's why. That's why. Because Jason, it's been so long. Jason's just going to be like at least once a week. Rubbing it in everybody's faces at least once a week. Remember the top three Dilts picks that I said earlier? Yeah. That was number one. Shine winning a league title in his own fantasy football league. His own fantasy football league, correct. I number two is the 49ers winning a Super Bowl. Yep. Number two, the Niners winning the Super Bowl again. I, he met Shine. I met Shine many years after their last Super Bowl win, is what he said. And number three, you'll never guess, but it's Shine related. Shine moving up in society and becoming president of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> what moving up in society and becoming POTUS. JK. Hey, let me tell you something. It keeps me up at night when we're in the playoffs and he's getting close. Trust me. I'll tell you what, Bo. This year, I might have tried to get a little too cute because I had Aaron Rodgers and I thought I had a team that was going to win Pretty certainly. And I was like, you know what's better than winning my league? Winning my league with Aaron Rodgers because of A, how much Dilts would have hated it, and B, that Bo gave me him. And I, Bo gave me Rodgers and Derrick Henry. And I just wanted the two of them to lead me to the promised land. The promised land. All right, boys. So much beer. All right. Jacob, last pick. Okay. Oh, so this is a, this is a fear that, uh, as we get older, it becomes more and more real, and it's a, it's a possibility that could ruin your whole day. You ever uh, striding down the road and let out a big old fart, but it's not a fart. It's a shark. There, I'm a fear of sharding myself. Uh, that's because, so, that's, that's so people make poop their pants. What is but that's, but that's, that's not poop your pants. <laughs> That's, that's a shark. Hold on, that's your pants. <laughs> no, no, it is. There's, there's, there's a light. It's there's farting, a light but dusting. poop comes out. You, you it's a shark. It's a light a dusting. What, not hold a on, fart. hold on, J-Cat. J-Cat, what does a shark stand for? Meow. <laughs> fart together. Yeah. yeah. What, exactly. One's so back your pants. No, no, I did not. It's different. Sharding, no, sharding is a is a base layer. It's the start yeah. of the pooping of your pants. One one's oh, juicy geez. and the other's a log. Hold so on, Rob's talking about nobody poops, but nobody poops a log in their pants. So like, Hold if on. what's Rob talking? Get... Rob's talking about is a shark, if anything. Like, yeah, if you get home and you don't change your pants from a shark. That doesn't mean you crapped your pants. That's <laughs> not. It your pants. Exactly. Your pants. Exactly. By the way, my new favorite episode. your pants. I'm not gonna tell you right now. I'll tell you guys later. Bring the story up after we're not recording anymore. All right, hold on. That is 100 percent pooping your pants. Yeah. So unless Rob wants to allow sharding. I'll leave it up to Rob because we basically can't let us pick. No, that's not allowed. Of course it's not allowed. It's the same thing.
This is proof, though, <laughs> that he could have waited past the first round pick. Rob should feel vindicated. So vindicated right now. I, I do. Validated. <laughs> should feel validated by what just happened. And the fact that J-Cat oh. tried to do that, I... <laughs> it's different. I'm with I'm with both of them. It's different. Yeah, it's different. What? You think a shark and pooping your pants are different things? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? Because it's pooping that you thought was a fart. Yeah, yes. like you. Th- there's no inclination that you You're have pooping to poop. your pants. It's just, and all of a sudden, like a little gaseous <laughs> vapor comes out, and with it, you know, a little. It's just it, a, it's little <laughs> a little what? The base layer is unbelievable. Wait, wait. So you base layer. Hold on, a base layer of what, J Cat? That's the base layer to what might happen if you don't get home. That's like the first warning shot. It's Hold the on. seal. Right. Or it's your, Hold on. The seal was broken. Bill Farms and oh or Wawa. I can't. I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you quote unquote shark and you go home and your wife goes. Why are you getting in the shower right now? You wouldn't say, oh, I pooped my pants. No, I would tell her I sharted because it has more honor. <laughs> if you uh, poop your pants, it's not yeah, all surprise. Like, you you know. You, you, you played the long game awful. and long. More honor. There's more honor. A shark, <laughs> a shark can just rails. come in out of nowhere. He's so oh, my goodness. Start. Oh, he he has to repick. That is, I I definite thumbs oh, down on that. There's Jake more that. honor. You got to give me something else. Yeah. So my next thing is being really afraid in the fear of like thunder and lightning, like when a storm comes, you like you don't? can like start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but like, I've, like I've seen grown people like a storm coming, they freak out and like lock themselves in their room. Like it's it's crazy. You've um, seen grown people do that. Yeah, I'm scared of getting caught in the outside in the middle of something crazy. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm. I don't like thunderstorms and you know, and stuff like that. But I'm not like, like afraid me. of it or anything like that. You know, like when know. the wind picks up too much and it gets going like crazy, like like a light, like dull thunderstorm, like in the background, that's cool, right? But like when the winds blow in and it's just like nasty and. You know, uh, I don't like them, but yeah, so we'll go with that since my other one. Florida, Florida lightning storms, thunderstorms. Mm. All right, good pick. I guess uh, we'll I'm gonna go. I... The topic of discussion for the next three weeks will be: Is a shark considered pooping your pants? <laughs> I'll ask everyone I know because I just have I'll, to do... I'll put a poll on the Facebook page. I'm curious to see if you will. Yeah, <laughs> so that'd be good. <laughs> base layer. Yeah, base layer. Or is it a base layer? I have a couple, a few left that I really want to pick. I'm going to go with crime or just like being mugged or just shady people in public. So like, I remember I was, well, remember I was telling the story about when I walked in, I was going to get, go to the um, Spanish grocery store to go to get a Mexican Coke. And like this unsavory guy, like crossed my path. And I like turned around and pretended I forgot something in the car. And I went back to my car, like did not like, it just, I don't like, the, the untrustworthy person. So just like like a crime happening to me, being near a shady shady person is just I don't I don't like that, you know. And it's not right to to stereotype. And I'm not saying that's the fear, but and, and yeah, anybody could attack you. But like you know, if you if you avoid someone and they're safe, then okay. But at least you you did your due diligence and protected yourself and 
I just don't, I don't know. Just the crime in general, it could be being mugged, it could be being, you know, killed or murdered or whatever, but I don't, I don't trust people. Like, I just don't want to be around strangers in, in those areas, especially when I'm in the city. I'll take my wallet out of my back pocket. I put it in my front pocket all the time. I just don't like, I just think of like movies with like professional hip pitch uh, pickpockets and stuff. Like, I know it's, who knows if it's real or whatever, but I feel like, they're less inclined to like reach in my front pocket, you know, than try to get my back pocket or like, oh, pretending to bump into you and like snag your back pocket wallet. But uh, I'm going to go crying, like being mugged. Shine. Look at what's left of my list here. And I'm going with it because it's definitely the worst thing that's left. And I mentioned it earlier. Those naked men in the YMCA locker room <laughs> are no joke. Oh. No one wants to see it conversations are just weird everyone's staring off up into like the top right corner of the ceiling asking <clears> how their day's going bizarre. if you've walked through that locker room to go pee there's a <laughs> naked man standing there 18 out of 24 hours a day there's a naked man there for no reason and he's turned like towards the open space <laughs> right like, why are like, you not facing the locker or have a towel not on. that not that their ass is any better looking than the front <laughs> Hanging down towards behind their kneecaps and stuff. But what about when they sit on the bench with their bare butt? Like, <laughs> why would anyone box. do that? Like, why? <laughs> I don't sit down on my own my own home on my naked butt. <laughs> I'm naked for like 18 seconds a day. That's it. Like, I'm never naked. Never nudes. Because when they You're sit Tobias. down, you know what else is sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> all right that wraps up it. an incredible <laughs> fears draft shine hit us up with some honorable mentions oh, I, do have some. I actually have some honorable mentions being alone like fear in general extra- what or like throughout life or just in general i think in general okay i have exercise written here the fear of exercise <laughs> i have i have two exercise bikes like one on either side of me right now it's kind of a scary situation sour milk <laughs> does everyone sip milk before you take like a big gulp no. if you say and if you say no it's because you've never actually taken a big gulp and it being a sour milk you mm-hmm. will do that once in your life and then the fear of commitment not that i have it my wife is amazing i have my ring still on <laughs> oh if she does listen to this just like or making she's a listening in general Hmm? Just commitment in general. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. hard to for others. All right, I had I almost picked fear of like fire being burned alive. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. terrifying to me. That would be worse um, than drowning. It's just the helplessness. Yeah, the pain would be worse. You're right, but I, I think the fear of the drowning. I, yeah. I almost picked not having enough retirement money. Like I have a lot of things in place, but I don't want to be old and struggling like I, I just i don't know i have a fear of that for some reason like i don't think it's going to happen but you know and there are ways to get mm-hmm. around it which i have in place but who who knows what the, the world's going to be like in 30 25 years when i retire or whatever it is so i don't know drawing blood i know you picked injection shine but a lot of people fear drawing blood like i cannot look i don't mind getting it done but i have to look away because seeing like the the blood is like makes me queasy a cancer being the center of attention is kind of like social anxiety, but if you're the one people are focused on and you're not like trying to be, that that's 
I think, fearful. And none of us will ever experience this unless there's some crazy scientific breakthrough. But I feel like the fear of pregnancy has to be pretty scary. Either giving birth and just being pregnant for that long has to be taxing, scary. Jcat, what you got? Couple honorable mentions. Uh, first one is um, telephobia, which is the fear of talking on the phone. I don't like to like call restaurants and make an order or ask for anything. I'd much rather go to the website or be able to go to an online order or something like that. I do not like calling. Like I would avoid calling in like to order pizza. I'd make somebody else do it. The other one is the fear of change. Uh, oh, I had that. I forgot. That can be hard. I, I can't imagine what it's like or somebody with a phobia to always worry about changing things because I know like in my life, you know, big changes come with a certain amount of fear already. And can you imagine, you know, just never wanting anything to change and everything to stay the same because that's taxes, death, and you know, everything changes is probably the only constants that you can count on. Right. And (laughs) I'm not going to say that one. Sorry, man. I'm just laughing. I'm reading Johnny's definition of a shark can i please read it on the air go ahead, go ahead i'm done go ahead, go ahead. jcat said this is what he copied and pasted shart implies that although feces came out with a fart the majority remained in the anus and was able to be dumped later <laughs> pooping your pants means that most of your bowels were evacuated and is currently in your pants <laughs> that's unbelievable yeah. that's an unbelievable Terrible. answer Able to be dumped later. Yes. Yeah. The sun came out. That, it's hilarious. Yeah. That's. Oh my gosh. Sorry, J Cat. No worries. Well, as we all know, uh, getting uh, this one getting sick slash cancer. Um, that's what everybody's dealt with. That. That's a fear. Uh, car accidents. Uh, murder in the family sexually assaulted for like my kids being sexually assaulted or something like that and then two more bugs insects so my <laughs> my daughter caroline is terrified of bugs and insects like and i've seen other people terrified of bugs and insects like jason's terrified of red, ant, red ants because he's definitely allergic to them but bees do <laughs> i thought this was a good one i just put this one on here uh being falsely accused of like an awful crime. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good one. It's, you know, someone could say anything and you, yeah. you're screwed. Like, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Like, you could be, oh, that's a really good one. Nice, Bill. Bro? So, I want to say that I have a giant list. And I don't put them in, like, specific order, but my big ones are towards the top. Of my top 18, 17 of them were picked. I think that's that's crazy. But the fear of the unknown... Some people are terrified of bees, especially if they're allergic. Some people are terrified of doctors, like being in doctor's office. Two more. For hoarders, the fear of getting rid of things, which would be awful. Like that is, that would be crippling for some people. For some older people, generally, the fear of technology. Like they don't want to learn it. They don't want to know it. Like it just, it's more of an intimidation thing, but the fear of technology. I love technology. <laughs> Not as much as you used to. Always and forever. Yeah, you technology. You got any honorable mentions? Uh, walking home in the dark. 
that's that fear of crime. Yeah, kinda, I guess that's kind of like the dark, but like even if you, like even when you were younger, walking home from a friend's house in the neighborhood, like at night, sometimes was like sketchy. Like you'd walk, you'd be like, "No, nah, I'm fine, I'm fine," and then like you hear something and you start walking faster, fast walk, and then like yeah. you walk in the middle of the road, <laughs> yeah. the absolute center of the yeah. road. <laughs> yeah, missing your plane if you're in the airport. That's kind of like just not dealing with that what crap. We're talking yeah, about, but just dealing with, yeah, just like fears of like delays and things like that. And then these two are like West Coast specific. And I, I didn't want to pick them because majority of our podcast listeners are on the East Coast. And they won't understand mudslides and wildfires are terrible. Yeah. Wait, like Johnny just, tried oh, to draft hey. mudslides with his last pick, <laughs> but we, <laughs> we missed that. No, but it, like, seriously, if they told you tomorrow, like, oh, hey, route one might wash away at some point yeah. tomorrow, yeah. be careful, but you got to go to work and stuff. Like, it's like, what? Like, you know, so, um, yeah, yeah they're just, they're that's, terrible. That's terrible. So, and wildfires too. It's like, hey, don't go outside for the next three days because the air quality is unsafe and yeah. you can't see anything. It looks like fog. Um, it's a good pick. Sinkholes. Yeah, just awful, awful. And I was going to pick this just because I knew Eric would think it's hilarious. Numerophobia, the fear of numbers and calculations. Oh, man. Um, if anybody like that. asked me, yeah, if, you know, if I was public speaking and someone asked me like my eights and then I'd poop my pants, I'd just. His eights, he means jump. his eights times go, tables. Yeah, I would just go jump off the bridge. So, yeah, it'd be cool. But yeah, so I figured that'd nice. be funny, but I didn't pick it. So yeah, those are my emotions. Nice. Oh, and the other thing I was mentioning earlier when Jake had the dark, when I was younger, I was, I was in bed. I never wanted my limbs to hang off the bed because I, I was fearful of something under the bed could just easily grab me <laughs> as if it couldn't get me on top of the bed, but I didn't want any, any part of my body hanging off the bed. So I always had that fear. Of, yeah, man. Them, those covers, man, they had magical powers. Yeah. Everything's not a cover. safe. <laughs> All right, boys. 50-50. Two more episodes to figure out who the winner is. So number one, tripophobia, T-U-R-Y-P-O, tripophobia, is the fear of what? Is it holes or falling down? Tripophobia. Starting with Catman, holes or falling down? Holes. The book is now the movie? Just about to say that. Bro. Holes. Shia LaBeouf. Bo. Bo. Falling down. J-Cat? Holes. Shine. Holes. Trypophobia is holes. It may also apply to bumps or other patterns that are closely clustered together. So holes is the correct answer. Trypophobia. Mm. Like it was Number two, two on the nose. Yeah. Number two. Domatophobia or domatophobia. D-O-M-A-T-O. Domata. Domata. Phobia is the fear <laughs> of what? Is it the fear of houses or vomiting? Domatophobia. So anyway, bro. Houses. Bo. Vomiting. J-Cat. Houses. Shine. How was how it spelled again? D-O-M-A-T-O. Country of origin, please. Houses. Domimo. Houses. And Catman. Houses. Come on, vomiting. I think I think both. Everybody's four houses and one vomiting. The correct answer is it is the fear of houses. Being in a house, 
home surroundings, and certain items in a house, be it the toaster, oven, refrigerator, or dishwasher. So houses is correct. Bomar, two for two. Everybody else, two for two. Number three, genuphobia. G-E-N-U. Genuphobia. Is the fear of what? Hospitals or knees? Hospitals or knees? Bo. Knees. J-Cat. Knees. Shine. Knees. Catman. Hospitals. Bruh. Hospitals. Genophobia is the fear of knees. It is relatively ah. rare. It's relatively rare. Like most phobias, genophobia varies widely in severity. Some people are afraid only of seeing uncovered knees in person, while others are afraid of bare knees even on film. People with this phobia may be afraid of all knees or only their own. Some people are actually scared of kneeling. Genophobia. Can you imagine being afraid scared of knees? Of knees? That'd be terrible. <laughs> you can't get away. That's all day. All right. Number four. Zugerphobia. Z-U-I-G-E-R. Like Zugerphobia is the fear of what? Vacuum cleaners or hair? <laughs> Zugerphobia. J-Cat. There's only one answer, vacuum. <laughs> Shine. I'm a cat. I have that. Vacuum cleaner. Catman. Vacuum cleaner. Bruh. Hair. Omar. I'm going to go hair. Zugerphobia often occurs in childhood. This includes children with autism and being afraid of mechanical things, a.k.a. vacuum cleaners. Zugerphobia. And number five, leukophobia, L-E-U-K-O, leukophobia, is a fear of what? The color white or the color black? Leukophobia, shine. Color black. Catman. White. Bro. White. Bo. White. J-Cat. Sounds a lot like Luca, and he's lighting the league up right now. So let's go with the white kid. <laughs> Leukophobia is the fear of the color white taking over your life. Seeing or thinking of this color may make you feel sick. You may go out of your way to avoid it. White. I Imagine think being color the, of the color white. That was the that white coat syndrome, son. That felt like leukemia is white blood cells, right? Isn't that? Yeah. It's, I assume that's maybe an origin. It's spelled like leukemia. Yeah. All right, boys. Closing thoughts on this episode. Catman. Just make sure you clear before you leave the house. <laughs> Bobby always told me that if you poop your pants, you didn't prep correctly. You didn't prepare as the day went on. You poop your pants. It's poor preparation on your part, and you deserve to poop your pants. So, I said that. Years oh. ago. That's part of that was Rob was Rob's face was so like genuine saying that like he was real serious. He had like a little smile, but he wasn't like laughing at it. He was just real like sincere about it. Shine thoughts, closing thoughts. Oh, I thought I was excited to uh, hear that we won the last episode. I thought we, we, you know, me, me and my fellow 
listeners, <laughs> followers, <laughs> voters. We're, we're one now. We're one. We're starting to, to corral together here. I thought I was going to have a hard time pulling together a, a decent team picking last tonight, but pretty happy with it. Wait, went, even though you guys did really well killing my third, fourth picks going into that, those picks. We'll see how it turns out. Top three. Happy New Year. Omar? I thought tonight was a, a good podcast. Uh, it was a funny one for sure. I think I drafted really well. I'm going to break the middle of the road thing. So we'll see. Top two, Bo? You're saying top two? I think top, at least top two. At least top two. Cat. This one was a, a difficult draft for me to prep for. Like, I, I came in prepared, but, like, just I found it, like, just harder to prioritize certain fears versus others and what I thought, you know, would be, you know, you know, valid and things of that nature. So it definitely was a harder uh, to prep for a draft than I thought. All in all, I still think I got a solid squad. Maybe not my best work. Uh, I'll take it. You know, we'll see what happens. Humberto? I don't know if it's going to bring in the votes, but I-, I have lots of things to say. I just can't. My head's spinning from J-Cat's attempted to throw away. I just <laughs> – that will go down in life to draft history. I'll <laughs> die on that hill every day. But um, and, and here's my here's my other point, right? Because here's 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 some information for you. You can short yourself, and then try to make it home. And then when you get home, if you're wearing dark colored underwear, there is no trace of poop. It is merely a little stain. There's no poop. There's only a little stain. So therefore, <laughs> I did not poop my pants. I thought you were going to say, I thought what you were going to say is you can chart without the, the poop touching your underwear. However, if what you just said stain is poop, when poop hits fabric, it's pooping your no, But not poop in the traditional sense. But it's poop. It's when poop meets cotton. It is not the English accent. <laughs> If something from the side of you touches your underwear, that's pooping your pants. What it is. It's juice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, all right. And then I'll leave Second time that I, I'll tell you. Boom. Second Corinthians 517. That's going to do it for another episode of Life's a Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe to the podcast, and thanks for listening. You never answered the question when J-Cat said sharding. You believe sharding is pooping. Pooping your pants. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think they're different. Oh, get wow. out of here. <laughs> wow. Because I'm talking like you like you got a full load in your pants. So that, oh, that, it's coming down your leg. Three. That would never like, happen. Like it's, coming, like it's coming down your leg. Oh, I've, sure I've, I've seen people I've seen do it. it at the Dover Mall. I remember that, Bobby. I've seen people walking oh. around holding their pants, like pulling them up with stuff going down their leg. Uh, if it's yeah. going down your leg, I think that's a poop. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you pooped your pants. Yeah. I've seen that. Oops, I crap my pants. <laughs> yeah. Never forget. <laughs> but like if you shart, you could probably maybe, you could make your way to the bathroom and you could maybe do one or two. Pre-wipes. Functions or things <laughs> on your way before getting to the bathroom. I was thinking the, the same thing. <laughs>
I was thinking the same two words. Say cat. In your definition of a shark, does the poop actually <laughs> butt cheeks? <laughs> I have a story. When we when we stop recording, oh, we I have a story got, for you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Bo yeah. doesn't want to be on, on the tape. Hey, everyone <laughs> was hating on my first pick, but we're talking an awful lot about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, see? 